Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's Wyndham Championship. Joining me to break it all down, I've got him. It's Patrick McDonald. P, what up, bud? P, P, playoff P. Push we are 18 push holes. Yeah, push a P. Oh no, no, no! Come on, let's keep it. Let's keep it PG here. Oh, is that not PG? Rick? Uh, push up implies, I, I believe, some extracurriculars. Uh, Great. I, I can I can dive into the nuts and bolts of that if need be. Um, but eighteen holes, baby, eighteen holes to go, and we're talking playoffs. That's right. We're off to a, a roaring start here, as I show my age and ignorance, but plenty of fireworks around Greensboro today. I'll tell you what. Uh, the boys got after it, especially the big three. Should we call the big three Lucas Glover, Billy Horschel, Russell Henley? That that they they did it today. Uh, they're definitely three. There there <laughs> are three players in that group. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they have really earned the the big connotation yet, though. But you you know, still some some uh, some golf to be played, though. The big mover in the early wave was Michael Kim, eight under 62. We would get another 62 later in the day. Michael Kim moves from 91st in the FedEx Cup standings to 80th right now. That is solo six. So probably only one way he gets into the playoffs. I think it's with victory. So Michael Kim, however, will be seven shots off the lead going into the final round. Phenomenal day for one of my favorite Twitter followers. Followees. He, uh... You know, he is a great, I don't, I don't follow him. I'll, I'll be honest. Wow. Um, I just see him like pop up on my page and I'm like, that's enough for me. Uh, but he's like, he's pretty hit or miss. I think with, with some of his tweets, uh, the, the ones that are of the course and of the tournament and what to expect. I absolutely love. I'm all in on that. Michael Kim, but he tweeted something at the open. Like uh, he was like walking by a golf course and someone like yelled at him like, Hey, you need a lesson? Like, I just made that putt for birdie. And he was like, yeah, okay, buddy. Like, I don't need a lesson. It's like, all right. All right, Michael Kim, did this even happen? He also also (laughs) tries to – he also tries to fact check Kyle sometimes, which I love. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, I I don't know, like, when – 
if he's even like trolling sometimes, which I, I guess is honestly a great, great shtick if you can have it. But uh, it, it was a great round for him today. Like you said, eight under 62 started with a bogey, but Tita Greenwise was just very, very solid. Uh, I, I believe he ranked first on the day in iron play and Tita Green. Both distance and accuracy off the tee were fantastic. You throw in a back nine thirty. Uh, that's usually the side that plays a little bit harder. And you think, oh my God, you know, Michael Kim, if he had a you know better start there, could have flirted with a sub sixty round. But like you said, he's probably gonna have to win this. Maybe a runner up finish will do it for him. I'm not t- totally sure with the projections. They're all out of whack. I mean, you see the leaders right now. They're both projected five hundred points. So that that right. doesn't really help us a ton. Uh, but yeah, great round, but potentially a little t- too little too late. It won't be a win and get in situation for Justin Thomas, but he needs to have a good final round. JT fired a 66. That is four under. So he's gone 70, 65, 66. He is in a tie for 11. And if this golf tournament was over on Saturday night, he would be on the outside looking in. He has improved his position, Patrick, from 79th to 72nd but that magic number is 70. He, he got, he got, he's been, he's done his job so far to this point. He's putting himself in the position with 18 holes to play to have a good round. And he's likely to be in the playoffs, but I mean, he, he received a, a decent amount of help. You think number 71 through 74 all missed the cut. Uh, yeah, but he's, getting hurt from, but he's getting hurt from Glover, Horschel and these guys who jumped him. Yes. But, <laughs> You think about those two guys, neither of them are going to get 500 points that they're currently projected. Uh, he, he needs a big day out of a Benny on or a Russell Henley. Those guys somebody, will help him. Somebody who's already in. Yes. Yeah. To steal those points from either Glover or Horschel, you know, make Glover. Glover was on the outside looking in until he made, kind of ran off those three birdies at the end, which we'll get to. Uh, and JT was in, but JT's round today. I, I was pretty impressed i watched most of it he rattled off three early birdies he easily could have had a couple more he missed a short one there on eight missed a i believe a short one there on two as well but the putter looked really solid uh but like you have been saying for a few months now it's like he is very he's expending a lot of energy yes. on every single putt i do like that <clears throat> he doesn't have bones reading his putts this week is something i've noticed Bones used to look over every single thing. He's pretty much taken ownership of his game, and it's resulted in back-to-back quality rounds. Uh, For me, what I took away, though, was Justin Thomas trying to get TIO relief on number nine. It was a valiant effort. And kudos to – I don't think we were on the CBS broadcast yet, so it must have been Golf Channel with – the camera and the mic basically in the discussion. We got we got the whole the whole thing, and it was a great argument between uh what is my line of play and what is not my line of play. Yeah, so I, I totally I didn't know there were two kind of stipulations you had to fulfill for TIO relief. So it has to be between you and the hole, right. and then between you and your intended shot. Right. So, so JT's argument was, well, if I turn my body and hit a huge slinging hook, for example, uh, it is in my line of play. However, it is not between him and the hole, for example. Mm -hmm. 
You have yeah. to, you have to, you have to fulfill both ends of those to get relief. Yeah. So he ended up just chipping out. That was the shot he was always going to hit because he was, he was under a freaking tree. Yeah, he had no shot anyway. So I, it was really, it was really some good use of getting some screen time. But there was no other shot he was ever going to play there. I mean, if he somehow got, I appreciate that he thought of it to try to get that. Absolutely. This time of year, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but if he got that, I would have exploded. But his back nine was was very solid as well. Just two two birdies. He lost a ball there on the 15th, lost his tee shot left, had to take a drop, made a really good par. I think he, he didn't really touch on it in his press conference, but I think that was you can't be losing a shot on the second easiest hole and to come back on 17, make a birdie. You walk off the 18th green, projected number 70th, right. slip a little bit, but you got some help too. I know the guys who missed the cut, but someone like an Adam Scott who who was making a run early, him and JT were kind of battling for what potentially could be that 70th spot, but he fell off the pace as well. So I think another round in the mid sixties, honestly, will, will be enough for Justin Thomas to make the playoffs. What, what is your, you know, listen to what the heart says, listen to what the, the brain says, does Justin Thomas make the FedEx cup playoffs? So data golf has them at, I believe 27% right now okay. to make it. Um, let me fact check that. 29.7. So also, does that also assume that both guys are getting the top, the 500 points up top? Probably. Uh, do that. Yeah, that, that's pr- uh, probably. Yeah. So I'm going to say he makes the playoffs. I'm going to say he does not. Okay. What do you want to bet on it? What would make you nervous? No. Um, a lot. (laughs) What do you want to do? How about, uh, you want to do, do you want to do cash or do you want to do like a, let's do something fine or something or like something else. Uh, you like, do you like, do you like brown water or are you more a wine guy? What is brown? Oh, bourbon. Okay. How about, how about, uh, if you win, if JT makes the playoffs, I'll buy you a bottle of bourbon. You tell All me right. which one within somewhat reason. Reason, yeah. And uh, if if JT misses the playoffs, uh, you send you buy me a bottle of wine. Deal, deal. Right. Lock it up. God, up. number one, Justin Thomas, <laughs> bird. <laughs> I hate to have to root against him. I just, I don't, I don't know, man. He chipped, he chipped in yesterday. Like, you know, it's a little fool's goldy and. This will be this will be maybe the most stressful round of his career. I mean, you put stress on a game that is uh, being held up together with sticks and air. That's not not good for me. Intangible season, baby. He's got the Momo behind him. We're gonna find out. I hope he does. It'll be good for uh, good for the game. All right, the top of the board, the big three. Russell Henley. Let's start there because he entered the final round. Uh, or excuse me, he entered he entered the third round with the lead. Goes out in 31, gets a little rockier uh, on the second nine. There was a moment, this was it felt like it was about to get away from Russell Henley. He was about to be too far back, but he was able to claw it back and keep it within arm's, arm's reach. I think it was on 13 or 14 there where both him and Billy Ho had like, seven feet for par Horschel made his first 
to maintain a two-stroke lead. And Henley, I mean, he misses that. He's three back. And then on 15 there, he launches one into the, the creek as well. So he lost a ball on the par five, make, makes a nice par uh, up and down there. But, yeah, like you said there, Rick, I mean, this guy turns in four under, is, is holding the lead. I believe it was a two-stroke lead at the time, going into the backside. And then just five holes later, he has a putt to maintain arm's reach with Horschel, who was just kind of running wild there. But two two really clutch, huge birdies there at the end, 17, a great approach, utilizing the slope of the green. And then 18 was kind of a bonus from roughly 30 feet. And, I mean, one, he shot 65 where it felt like, you know, he didn't really play great golf. He he missed, you know, a decent amount of fairways for Russell Henley, who's arguably one of the most accurate drivers in on the PJ tour and his iron play wasn't as sharp as it usually is. So I, I know he doesn't have the lead anymore, but if you're Russell Henley, you must love the position you're in only one back. You're not in that final group. You can apply pressure on a couple guys who, you know, Glover can easily be a little shaky. Billy Horschel has been outside these past two weeks really bad this year. Um, so if you're Russell Henley, you, you gotta love where you're at. Yeah, this was resilient. It well, I mean, he gains nearly four shots to the field, eh, maybe closer to three and a half. Felt like he was getting run over by everybody else in the field, or at least the guys at the top of the board. Gets, I mean, fifteen. His inability to get if he doesn't get up and down on fifteen, I think it's, I think he's toast. And then he mm-hmm. gets, he gets too late, including a big swinger on the final hole, like. I think you're thrilled if you're Russell Henley going into the final round. You have to be. Oh, you, you got to feel like you just stole one. Like to only be down one with uh, Billy Horschel shot 63 and Glover 62. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you got away with a few stuff, you know, a few shots here and there. You, you got to love where you're at. All right, Rocky, throw it to a break. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance jogger because I I like the jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, They've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other joggers that I have seen out there. And I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now here's what you can do for four, our listeners, uh, first time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. And we're back. The final pairing will consist of Lucas Glover and Billy Horschel, both in at 17 under par. Horschel shot a career-best 62 on Friday and nearly ran it right back, Patrick. It was a 63 this time around. Bogey free, and Billy Horschel has clearly found something. We've talked about 
the struggles that he's had this year, which he's also been quite candid about, uh, he's getting hot at the end of the year in true Billy Horschel fashion. I'm not sure over the, I mean, you could throw Matt Rory in there and a few other guys, but when it comes to riding the wave of momentum, Billy Horschel is, is catching that wave yelling you when he's hitting the two, like there's just something in him. You know, he plays off a lot of emotion. Uh, You think about 2021 when he he didn't get a call for the last Ryder cup spot. He thought he deserved it from Steve Stricker. He didn't even get a call from the guy two weeks, two weeks later, he he wins the BMW PGA championship uh, on the DP world tour, the flagship event for the haters of the DP world tour. Um, but th- this is kind of just one of those instances where he finds a little something at the 3M. It was his first top 15 finish in a stroke play event since the very first start of this season. So that's October of 2022. That's also when Scotty Scheffler finished outside the top 25 last. If you want to know how long that has been. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's working at the moment. He easily could have shot another 62. You think about that short miss on 17. He missed another one, I think, on eight as well. That was kind of in a, you know, a decent range for him. And it, it's been really impressive for him. But there's a lot of pressure uh, on him to convert this into a victory. He already has a family vacation planned for next week. Uh, so he clearly wasn't expecting too much. But he would much rather be in Memphis where we've seen him run through the playoffs before. It's nearly a decade ago, but they kind of had – the Ryder cup rule in place because of Billy Horschel. That's right. Shout out, shout out Tom Watson, shout out Phil Mickelson, shout out you, Rick. Um, So look, it's been very impressive, but long-term data and his long-term form would suggest, you know, he, he might be up against it tomorrow, but with someone like Billy Horschel, I feel like you could almost throw that out the window. The only way he gets into next week is a win or a solo second. Is that right? I believe you are correct. So solo seconds, 300. Yes. And he came into the week with 350 points. I give him 650. And Spawn is currently at 619 at yeah. number 70. So, yes. Win or solo second. Tie for second, not going to be good enough as far as I'm aware. Okay. The other man in that final group who also needs a big finish, uh, Lucas Glover. So Horschel entered the week 116, Lucas Glover 112. So very much in a similar position, win or solo second. And it was a stripe show from Lucas Glover on Saturday. Gained two and a half strokes on approach, but it felt felt like more than that. Because he did the thing where... So there's like, you know, if you had a shot to six feet, there's a lot of different ways to get it to six feet. You know, you roll it up, you roll, spin it back, yada, yada, yada. The most impressive way is land it one inch from the hole and have it roll out six feet. And it's like Lucas Glover did that a hundred times on Saturday. So it, it was, it was an absolute flush fest. And oh, by the way, he can putt now. I mean, this is almost... It's almost a cheat code. He's first in approach. He's 11th in putting. Lucas Glover's 11th in putting. Dumb. Something's wrong with the world when that's happening. It's that it's that new putter, man. It's coming after the jailbird. I'm telling you. Benny on, Lucas Glover, Dude. Adam Scott. I w- like it, it really just can't be that easy to switch to a broomstick, right? Does Siwoo Kim use it too? I think he does. Not the same putter, but it's the... Okay. Yeah, it's the same yeah, concept. I mean, 
like why if you, I, I know it, you got to put your pride aside sometime like if you're JT do you ever think about something like that Oof. or is he too prideful I mean multiple time major winner in the prime of his career switching to a broomstick would be insanity it'd be news but yeah like you said I mean I was honestly this is definitely a recency kind of bias like surprise Lucas Glover was outside the top 110 in the FedEx Cup just because the last month he's been so good I, I think he had was it three top fives in a row so he went he went T4 at Rocket Mortgage T6 at John Deere fifth at the Barbasol so that's an alternate field event so he didn't get like the full points for that but you're right just like recently you're like oh, okay like he's been around the top of the leaderboard he, he's done nothing this season prior to that yeah and 24 starts he had four top 20s and they've all come since the canadian open right um so i mean he, he's catching fire at the right time and he's always been a guy who's been great in the ball striking department it looked very easy stress-free everything was on a string outside that one three putt on the par three on the front nine where it was like total broadcast curse where they're like, Oh, he's very comfortable with this butter. He doesn't miss those anymore. <laughs> just Instant three putt. But outside that like flawless round and yeah, I mean, it, it will come down. We've seen it a lot with these type of players where even though they're having a great putting week, you know, the feels a little different on Sunday, especially on the back nine where, it might not be as uh, free flowing uh, down the stretch, so it, it, it's the club to look at if you're, uh, you know, thinking Lucas, Lucas Glover will close this one out. Billy Horschel, the favorite, plus one eighty five. Lucas Glover, plus two hundred. Russell Henley, plus two twenty five. That's where Vegas is kind of saying the winner is coming from. Uh, everybody else, Benny on three back, Steven Yeager, five back, et cetera, et cetera, rounding out the top 10. I want to uh, get your thoughts real quick on two things from before the week. Uh, one, you and I are both on Russell Henley for the one and done. We need this 1.3 million. We need it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. How, uh, how many behind you am I? Like probably 8 million? No, Nine. you are only 5 million behind me. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And perfect. I think what's going to be great about tomorrow, and if you're listening to this or watching us on YouTube, keep this in mind while you have the CBS broadcast on tomorrow, is Mark is usually not in the final group calling. He's in, he's in the second to last group. Correct. And so that will put him on Russell Henley <laughs> tomorrow. So if Russ is making a run, just listen to the tone of Mark's voice. Maybe. That's right. See what's happening there. It's it's going to be like when have you ever been to an NBA game where the other team makes a three and they're like Steph Curry like it's going to be it's Mark's going to be like and Russell Henley rolls in his ninth birdie of the day. It's like, it's like oh, it's it's been all right, I guess, out of Henley today. It's kind it's kind of like uh, Mark Jackson when he had to announce Warriors games right yeah. after getting canned by them right away. Yeah, he's gonna be like just trying to put things out in the you know it's a horrible lie. This there's no chance he's able to get it up there from here. All that yeah. fun stuff. So uh, if I win, whoever in the chat said we can't catch Mark. If I get 1.3, I'm at 15. I'm only 1.1 behind with 15 million dollars left. 
Correct. And I mean, I have a stable of horses at my disposal. Like Corey Connors, he's a winner this year. Got him. Brian Harmon, a lot of great, really quiet, good playoff players. I think I got. The other thing I want to ask you about, uh, you turned to the light side this week and you made your best bet a positivity parlay. Five guys to make the cut, 10 to one. Just to recap, Billy Horschel, no problem. Breeze through. Justin Thomas, yeah, believe it or not, no problem. Breezed right through. Andrew Putnam in. Alex Norin in. Justin Suh, who shot a Thursday 68, which was good enough to get in. Followed it up with a Friday 73 and missed the cut. That's tough. I have a confession. And someone was giving me updates on it, which which I really appreciate on Twitter, where I saw Justin Suh. He was like four under through eight to begin his first round. <laughs> I legitimately unstarred him from my PGA Tour. Well, thinking, you were, thinking, you were so sure he was going to make it. Yikes. I'm like, uh, this guy's got it. He can do no wrong. He might win the damn thing for all I care. Wow. And then I look on my app Friday. He's out early. The real, real sweat to me was Alex Noren. Guy was hitting it all over the map. Looked horrible. Looked like me out there. Was making putts from everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, this thing is going to freaking cash. I'm going to be in the black come postseason. This is the last event with a cut. So it's the last time I can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to have roses thrown at me. <laughs> and then I forgot about Justin Suh. <laughs> he made a double on 15. Yeah, which is losing like a ton. three strokes pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Three strokes to the field. And one all. <laughs> And then he makes like he uh then he makes like a I, I was following him like refresh, 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 which I don't really do that often. And he makes a birdie, he gets to one under. I'm like, okay, the end of this back nine is on the front nine is super easy. Like he just needs to pick off one more. He's gonna have three wedges in hand. He's gonna get one. He's such a good putter. This guy, he's the best putter in the world over the last like six months. And then he, he doesn't. Then he just misses the cut. Um, I really, I don't, I'm still positive because this was for the playoffs as a whole. And I just got it one week early. So. Admit, admittedly, you it, it went way better than I thought it was going to go. The worst part was I was thinking about Brendan Todd instead of Justin Saw. But uh, I, I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do next week without my cuts. You could do it like a top, be top 20. 20. Yeah, just do like a top 20 part. Like, but, but you could just keep like, all right, so now, okay, well, that was 10 to 1. Now you need something that's like 12 to 1. Or then I know. Like 15 to 1. This is the, I, I don't know what that theory is where you keep upping your bet in like blackjack and you it's can called, never lose. Uh, Martin Gale. Yeah, that I'm I'm stuck in it right now. That is why. So it would be perfect for us because there's no, maximums right so that's why in blackjack there's table maximums so that you just can't keep doing this uh but (laughs) there's no there's you could break the system here just keep going i'm going full martingale in memphis (laughs) (laughs) no it's it it, it, i saw the comments all them rolling in um i'm still very positive okay 
Good. Very okay. positive rolling into the postseason. We're going to get this done by a tour championship. Uh, you know, I try to expedite uh, the deadline there with the end of the regular season, but I always said end of postseason. So we still got three events left. Justin Thomas is going to be in the field next week. He loves that golf course. He might be in that top 20 parlay. He's got the good vibes. Very positive as well. Uh, so keeping it positive. All right. I like that. Keep it positive. In 24 hours, we will know who won the Wyndham, who's in the playoffs, who's not, whether I'm sending a bottle to Patrick, whether he's sending one to me. All of that will be determined in the next 24 hours, and we'll be back to chat it up along the way. Big thanks, Bruce Rocky. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald, available on Twitter at Amateur Status. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.